The recent indictment of a prominent Washington political lobbyist, Paul Manafort, is prompting a rapturous response from some. Even though the criminal charges have nothing to do with last year's election, those who wanted Hillary to win are now convinced that impeachment, remember that Russian collusion, is right around the corner. However, there are others who, even if not thrilled with President Trump's policies or personality, are notably cooler to the idea. Me? With apologies to Rhett Butler, and as much as it pains me to say this, I don't give a damn. If you ever needed further proof that Washington, D.C. is a world utterly separate from the one we downtrodden peasants occupy, you need only to listen to the self-important chatter emanating from the banks of the Potomac regarding this non-story about a non-issue that is nonsense. Given that we already know our federal government is a hopelessly corrupt conglomeration of back-scratchers and influence peddlers masquerading as public servants, I am going to guess that I am not the only one who finds it impossible to work up to the target level of outrage. Listening to supposedly sane commentators froth at the mouth concerning the notion that lobbyists might not be the most honest of God's creations reminds me of Captain Renault in the movie Casablanca fulminating about the doings at Rick's Cafe, I am shocked, shocked, to find that gambling is going on in here. The outrage machine will, however, continue to grind on for as long as it is good business to do so. Anger and investigations encourage donors to write checks, so that is as good a reason as any to try to gin up a story about an apparently corrupt lobbyist into the latest iteration of the scandal of the century. If you read many of the reactions in the media, one notable undercurrent is that these investigations and indictments might, at least temporarily, interfere with the real business of Washington insiders, making obscene amounts of money by selling access to executive, legislative, judicial, and, most important of all, regulatory power brokers. Working for the public good is just fine, as long as it does not interfere with personal profit. A short list of what our federal government should be preoccupied with might include right-sizing operations in order to stop driving our nation into ever more catastrophic debt, holding agencies and departments accountable for producing measurable public benefits, devising cost-effective strategies for dealing with our crumbling infrastructure, reforming the cesspool of campaign finance, strengthening our military to meet a host of new and disturbing dangers, and pushing back against the many threats to our rights to privacy and free speech. If you can't focus on your jobs, just get gone for good, for the good of us all. If I want to watch stupid people engaging in stupid behavior, I can tune into countless reality television shows where dysfunction is worn like a badge of honor. I, perhaps unreasonably, expect more from my national government, particularly in light of the many problems we face today. Perhaps a few high-profile prosecutions will provide some minor temporary benefit that will help to support the illusion that real change in a culture of entrenched corruption is at last at hand, but I strongly suspect that much stronger medicine will be necessary to heal what ails our country. Occasionally sacrificing someone of middling importance on the prosecutorial altar does not absolve our nation's capital of its many sins. There is far more to answer for regarding the many messes we are in today due to neglectful, or actively damaging, leadership in Washington. However, feel free to enjoy the D.C. circus of empty rhetoric and feign concern if that is to your taste. However, I am certain I am not the only American who just does not care, and wants the whole crowd of crooks and cuckoos out of our lives as soon as possible. I can't say that many of them will be missed.